It's time for an epic taste. All right, so I just watched, um, more or less just watched, <laughs> Godzilla King of Monsters and Godzilla vs. Kong. And I just decided they fit together in a way that I'm just going to talk about them both sort of together here rather than separate them. Um, bottom line, on both of those movies, though, including uh, Kong Skull Island, I'll leave out the first Godzilla movie. Uh, I like that, but it's got a different like feel than these three, even though it's, I think technically the origin for Godzilla in the other three, but anyway, so they're all entertaining, right? They're all a good time. If you haven't seen some or all of them and what you want in Godzilla or King Kong movies is an entertaining, good time. That's not overly like, long and 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 there's nothing boring going on well they've hit those they've hit that with all three of those movies so if that's all you need and honestly it's enough for me to enjoy myself watching these kinds of movies then that's it just just go watch them all right beyond that there is a few things i uh that stand out to me that are worth talking about um and i'm gonna set aside Kong Skull Island because it's been a while and I don't remember uh, anything other than I really was entertained by it. <laughs> so uh, Godzilla King of Monsters, however, um, the thing, I guess the main thing that stood out to me that made this a little bit better than uh, than most of these kinds of movies for me, um, meaning like kaiju, giant monster fighting movies, <laughs> um, is they did a good job, I thought, of at least bringing up the idea that, you know, this is this is part of the natural order of things, that, that there is Godzilla and that there are these other titans, as they call them, and that there's, on some level, nothing we can really do to control it. And if we try to control it, we are going to make it worse, right? I think there's a lesson in there um, for us, you know, in reality, absent Titans. There are things in the natural world that we like to try to control that we really don't understand. And our attempts to control them tend to make them worse or at least tend to cause things that are consequences that end up being worse than the original problem. And 
often we don't even attribute those uh, consequences to our action that we took to control whatever the uh, natural force was <laughs> to it. So then we don't learn the lesson and it just repeats and repeats and repeats. Or sometimes we see it and we just, for some reason, think it's going to be different next time, right? I don't know. It definitely, I see that in the world around me in many different contexts without getting into anything too crazy specific. <laughs> so this movie is definitely about that. And the fun, the, the my favorite part about it is the main person who's sending this message or trying, like in, in her mind, it's the, the mother character. She, this is her argument for why she's doing what she's doing. But of course, what she's doing is trying to control the Titans herself. So it's funny because I also see this in reality. It's like, well, you know, generally speaking, we can't control this stuff, so we shouldn't. But I'm smart enough, right? So trust me, I've developed this like method, let's call it, and I'm going to be able to do it. But no one else can. Extremely arrogant, right? And of course, in real life, when that happens, which is all the time, you know, think about electing politicians who are like, well, we've never f solved this problem before, but I have the answer. I can do it. We can't do it, but I can do it. Trust me, right? <laughs> and it doesn't happen, right? Well, same thing here. She's got herself fooled that she can. And of course, she finds out the hard way that she's also wrong about that. And in fact, right. So I just really love that the movie takes that theme on and actually kind of nails, nails the, uh, the way we tend to do this, which is, well, at first we try, we fail. There's someone who recognizes that, but they, for some reason, think they can fix it. They fail. And then eventually, you know, you have to kind of, this is a movie, so it's not real life. So they do have to solve the problem. Right. And then it gets solved. Unfortunately, real life doesn't tend to work that way. Or if it does, it kind of solves itself without our um, active involvement. It's just sort of, it's, it's sort of a natural order that includes us and what we do. It's, it's the way we end up responding to it does sort of solve it. So it does do that. It's just not as explicit as it is in a movie, right? So that's a lot for a freaking Godzilla movie to take on. So I really appreciated that about that movie. So moving on to Godzilla versus Kong here. Uh, <laughs> they more or less, I mean, it, it, it doesn't take on anything quite like that, unfortunately. I mean, it, it does repeat that theme in a particular way. You know, yet again, there's a character who's like, well... This, this natural order is not acceptable, so we're going to have to develop something that will put the humans on top of, not Godzilla, right? And that, of course, backfires, right? And I'm not going to go into the details of that if you haven't seen the movie, because it's kind of fun to see that unfold. And other than that, uh, yeah, the, the logic of some of this stuff, especially in the B-plot where you have the kid character from... from uh, King of Monsters on her own sort of quest to figure out what's going on with the podcaster and, and her friend. Um, 
and that part it, it's fine it's not like it's boring but it isn't particularly well written or uh, at least plot wise well plotted like it doesn't make sense completely if you stop and think about it so it's just better if you don't and everything's very exaggerated someone pointed that out and thinking back on it yeah that's the case but so I, I guess the thing I do that did kind of stand out, there's a bit of heart in this movie that between a young uh, girl character and King Kong. So I like that. Um, and I like that there's some of, you know, there's some effort made to show human beings trying to do the right thing. And then of course, by the end, there's all this, massive battling and fallout from there has to be countless deaths in Hong Kong where the main Titan battles, uh, commence in this movie. And yeah, I just would, uh, I mean, I understand maybe not making that a part of the plot line here. Cause it kind of just happens at the end of the movie. So that could be a thing in the next movie, or they could just set it aside because it's, Godzilla movies and uh, for some reason that's not usually the focus right and sometimes when you make it the focus things things get uh, not everyone goes for it like you know look at Man of Steel and Batman or Superman right like they tried to take that on and I don't know that it's the reason why it didn't work out but I think that works in those movies but I don't think it works for everybody right and they don't want they don't want that to see, you know, to have to deal with that uh, many, many people, innocent people dying as a consequence of it. But, you know, if this stuff were happening in real life, that is what would be going on. That would be part of it. So hopefully um, whatever they do next, if they do continue this, because they kind of have a continuing story here. I, I think dealing with that aspect of it would be um, a good idea. But bottom line, fun movies, uh, they're not boring. They're highly entertaining. If you just want to see kaiju fights, you're in for a good time. And uh, they're mostly successful of what they've done here, for sure. So I enjoy them. Um, not perfect, but I don't expect high art or even well-thought-out motivations for most of this, uh, these kinds of movies. And when it does happen, it's a nice cherry on top, right? So anyway, that's good. Until next time, when I watch something else, good night. Thanks for listening. 